Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is June 25th. Today we begin a brand new Come Follow Me block, which is going to be Matthew chapter 28, Mark chapter 16, Luke chapter 24, and John chapters 20 through 21. So let's just jump right into it because this is such a rich week. I know it's going to be tough to get through everything this week. But let's start in Mark chapter 16. Now we're going to see the same story told different ways in all of the Gospels, and we'll kind of pull different things from the different Gospels as we go along. But let's start in Mark. I once had an institute teacher who came in and started the class by saying, what stones stand between you and Jesus Christ? And it was really confusing and none of us knew what he meant. And then we studied these verses in Mark chapter 16. So let's take a look. But as we study these, I want you to ponder what stone stands between me and Jesus Christ. Mark chapter 16, starting in verse 1, it says, And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome had brought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came unto the sepulchre, At the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulchre? Now let's pause there really quick because there are a couple of interesting things and important things that we can learn in these verses. What I love that we see here is the incredible faith of these women and how quickly, how early they arose to find Jesus. Now, coming from a night owl, I have a hard time understanding this because. It says that they went very early at the rising of the sun. This is what they wanted to do. This is where they wanted to be very first thing in the day. And it makes me ask myself, what are the first thoughts that I have in the day? Are those first moments, those first thoughts centered on Jesus Christ? Do I approach him first? Do I come to him first? That's really difficult for me. As a night owl, I tend to come to him last in the day. But as I've been studying this and thinking about it, it made me think, are there ways that I can do better at showing very first in the day my priority, that I want to approach Jesus Christ? So that's a fun little detail. But then what's interesting is they're walking to the sepulcher. They're walking to where Jesus is buried because they're wanting to anoint his body. And then they say, who shall roll away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? Now, what I love about these women is that it didn't occur to them to ask that question before they left the house, right? Had they left the house, maybe they could have said, hey, James, come help us and move this stone so that we can anoint the Savior. They could have brought someone with them, but they didn't worry about that. They just went and they did and they acted first. And then they thought, okay, we will figure it out when we get there. They wanted to come to Christ. They wanted to be with Christ. But something stood between them and Christ, and it was this big, giant stone. My friends, in our lives, as we seek to come unto Christ, are there stones that stand between us and Christ? Are there things that prevent us from coming unto him completely? For every single one of us, the answer to that question is going to be yes. But for every single one of us, the question of what is that stone is going to be different. We each have different things in our lives that keep us from approaching the Savior more fully. And so it's up to us to do the work of recognizing the stones, approaching Christ, and hoping that 
the grace and the help of the Savior can roll those stones away from us. Because look at what happens next. It says, and when they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. They didn't do it themselves. They weren't able to do it themselves. But they still approached the Savior anyway, hoping and trusting that someone could roll that stone away for them. My friends, as we approach Christ, we need to approach him in the same way. Sometimes we don't know how to remove our own stones. Sometimes we don't know how to overcome the difficult things or the trials or the tribulations or the doubts or the problems in our lives. Sometimes we have no idea how to accomplish those things. But what's beautiful about the atonement of Jesus Christ is that we don't have to know how to do any of that. All we need to know is how to approach Christ. All we need to know is that we can come unto him. And as we come unto him, as we approach him, we can trust that with his grace and with his help, those stones can be rolled away from our lives. Elder Christofferson teaches us that part of coming unto him for this help is our covenants and binding ourselves to him through those covenants. He said, a second unique aspect of the covenant path is our relationship with deity. The covenants God offers to his children do more than guide us. They bind us to him and bound to him. We can overcome all things. Because of that relationship, because of that binding power, we can approach Christ and have access to his power to overcome or roll away the stones in our lives. Now, let's flip over to the book of Luke to see what happens next. They come, they see that the stone has been rolled away, and it says, And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. First of all, there is something so beautifully powerful about the words, He is risen. To know that the grave had no victory, could not hold him, gives us so much hope and so much peace and so much confidence in him and in the eternities. Those words, he is risen, are probably three of the most powerful, hopeful words that have ever been uttered. But what's interesting is that these assumed angels say, why are you seeking the living among the dead? Don't you remember what he taught you? Because he taught them what would happen. He explained what would happen. And yet for some reason, they came the third day expecting him to still be there. What I love here is that the Savior, when he told them that he would rise again, when he told them that he would be resurrected, he was making a promise to them of the power that he would have, or he was making a promise to them of what would be. And yet for whatever reason, because they lost their focus or their faith or even just their memory of that, Because of that loss, all of a sudden they forgot the promises which Christ made to them that he would rise again. My friends, does our faith sometimes suffer because we forget the promises of God? Does our faith sometimes suffer because we forget that he has promised that he can deliver us, that he can give us peace, that keeping his commandments will bring happiness? Does our faith falter when we lose focus on the promises of the Savior? It's my testimony that we can trust the promises that he makes. 
we can trust what he tells us. In Doctrine and Covenants section 3 verse 5, it says, And remember also the promises which were made to you. My friends, our faith increases, our strength increases, our peace increases as we remember the promises which have been made to us. God is good and he is faithful and he is really, really good at keeping his promises. That's kind of his thing. A couple of quotes that I really, really love about this. Elder Uchtdorf said, We have the faithful promise of God that he will neither forget nor forsake those who incline their hearts to him. Incline your heart to him. Remember his promises and trust the promise that he will never forsake or forget you. Elder Suarez said, The Lord is ready to assist us in our personal efforts and promises remarkable blessings if we endure to the end. And finally, Elder Uchtdorf again, He knows you. He hears your pleas. He is faithful and dependable. He will fulfill his promises. My friends, in our lives, as we encounter the stones that keep us from Christ, may we place our faith and our confidence in the promises of God. It's my testimony that remembering his promises gives us strength and faith to continue and to overcome. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.